Welcome to It's All Anonymous. I'm your host, Oscar Ruto. This is a podcast dedicated to the lessons I have learned in Alcoholics Anonymous. My intention is to find a way, with your help, dear listeners, to use the 12 steps, not just in recovery, but in all aspects of life. Join me on this journey of spiritual progress. Here we go. Hello, hello, hello. Another week, another podcast. This is going to be... It's All Anonymous with me, your host, Oscar Ruto. For the regular listeners, you know this is this was the much-anticipated end of Step 6 of the 12-step program. For those of you who are not aware, please go back to the first episode and listen to the first five minutes or so. That should suffice and give you a general idea of what the podcast is all about. If you have no time for that, well, I guess this is... This might as well be the best place to start. It is what it is. Uh, as usual, the housekeeping is very simple in this podcast. I say thank you to all you people who listen, share, and give me feedback. But most importantly, listening enough is all I need. And that is all I appreciate. Thank you so much for all the listens. Uh, the numbers are steadily rising. I'm happy with what I'm seeing. And I will keep doing what I am doing. You might realize that there is some background noise. This is one of those episodes where I do record outside of my studio. Well, just the spare room in the apartment, really. Uh, Well, that being said, I'll jump right into the literature and finish off step six of the 12-step program. So picking up from where we left off last week, many will at once ask, how can we accept the entire um, implication of step six? Why that is why that is perfection. This sounds like a hard question, but practically speaking, it isn't. Only step one, where we made the 100% admission we were powerless of alcohol, can be practiced with absolute perfection. Once again, I'm uh, sorry to pause. Uh, once again, this podcast is not about telling people to quit alcohol, but I'm rather focusing on how these steps can be used in life outside of alcoholism. So, step one was pretty much talking about. Uh, because step one was we admitted we were powerless over alcohol that our lives had become unmanageable. So, and I shortened that to we admitted our lives, we admitted we were powerless that our lives had become unmanageable. Just to make it clear that this isn't really so much about alcoholism and alcohol, it's about our shortcomings in life. Uh, so, to proceed, uh, the remaining 11 steps state perfect ideals, they are goals toward which we look and the measuring six by which we estimate our progress. Seen in this light, step six is difficult. It's still difficult, but not at all impossible. The only urgent thing is that we make a beginning and keep trying. Pause. We make a beginning and keep trying. That's the ideal in everything. I like to use workout references because this is one of the things I do quite a lot of. I take it very seriously. The thing with working out is that it is possible to be in the gym for one year and not see the physique you expect you expected while when you first started but you keep trying because even if you get to a point where you feel pretty satisfied with the physique it doesn't mean you're going to stop because once you stop you go back to zero right so by setting out a goal a yardstick it's something that we we keep pushing towards and even maybe if you reach what you thought was your, was your ideal mission. Once you reach that place, you realize, oh, I can go further. I can, I can become even better in this one area of my life. And this is something I realized in my own life, right? 
whether it's with yeah with alcoholism in my case initially the idea was just to quit drinking right but then i step into a and realize that maybe alcohol in itself wasn't a problem the problem was me how can i work on me and this is why i interact with other fellow fellowship members that's why i go to aa that's why i do this podcast is to figure out what the problem was with me that led me down this path okay to proceed if we will gain any real advantage in the use of this step on problems other than alcohol we shall need to make a brand new venture into open-mindedness we shall need to raise our eyes toward perfection and be ready to walk in that direction it will seldom matter how haltingly we walk the only question will be the only question will be are we ready pause are we ready huh are we ready am i ready to take that step towards perfection i said in the last episode that sometimes in many aspects of my life i know there are things i need to do to make myself a certain way but it's hard because i'm already accustomed to the habits of of the mask i have to adorn to be the oscar people expect oscar to be so i don't want to take off the mask so sometimes i laugh at the jokes even though i don't think they're funny because well people expect oscar to laugh because he always laughs so am i ready to take that step am i ready I guess it takes some time for me to answer that question. So proceed. Looking again at those defects we are still unwilling to give up, we ought to erase the hard and fast lines that we have drawn. Perhaps we shall be obliged in some cases still to say, this I cannot give up. But we should not say to ourselves, this I will never give up. Pause. We should, I should personally be willing to say, I can change because i have changed one thing in my life i've come from a daily drinker to going now 19 months with no alcohol actually in a few days it's going to be 20 months with no alcohol so at some point in time it was like this alcohol i cannot give up and maybe in the back of my head i thought this alcohol like i can never give up but i did So other things in my life in my case it's smoking number one. Right now I feel like you know I don't want to think about quitting cigarettes. But with time I will stop. In fact, no, I wouldn't say I I would even say I should stop. I will stop because I know I can. The truth is I just don't want to right now. I enjoy I enjoy smoking, that's it. Despite knowing how bad it is for my for my body and for my pockets to proceed let's dispose of what appears to be a hazardous open end we have left it is suggested that we ought to become entirely willing to aim toward perfection we know that some delay however might be pardoned that word that word in the mind of the overrationalizing alcoholic could certainly be given a long term meaning he could say how very easy sure I'll head toward perfection, but I'm certainly not going to hurry any. Maybe I can postpone dealing with some of my problems indefinitely. Of course, this will do. Such a bluffing of oneself will have to go the way of many uh, of many another pleasant rationalization. At the very least, we shall have to come to grips with some of our worst character defects. 
and take action toward the removal as quickly as possible. Pause. <laughs> we shall have to come to grips with some of our worst character defects and take action toward the removal as quickly as possible. Some things really hinder me from becoming what I want to be. And the more I work on this podcast, the more I try and work on myself, I realize one of these things is false humility. Or pretending to be nice. I do that quite a bit where I pretend to be a nice guy. You know, to make people happy with me, to make people my friend. I do tend to care so much about what people think about me. I find myself in meeting rooms imagining what other people think about me. So I try and act the part, put on a mask that says, you know, I'm a nice guy, you can trust me, I'm reliable. And maybe putting on that mask, I do feel that to a degree it does help me treat other people better than I might have were I to not have on the mask. I don't know. I don't know. Is niceness pretending? Or is niceness just a way of saying, you know what, I I don't want to be an asshole to you. I don't have the bandwidth to be an asshole to you right now. And maybe sometimes I've come to see that the people who have helped me the most weren't especially nice to me. I will say maybe politeness and niceness are different in this case. Maybe honesty and nicety are totally different. Trying to be nice makes it hard to be honest. And we want, I personally want to live an honest life. I haven't been living especially honestly, honestly for as long as I can remember. Okay, to proceed. The moment we say no, never, our minds close against the grace of God. Delay is dangerous and rebellion may be fatal. This is the exact point at which we abandon limited objectives and move towards God's will for us. That is the end of the step six chapter. So what do you think about step six? I think it's what do I think about step six it's more as far as I think it's one of of the easiest steps to take it's easy to ask God to remove to help you remove your defects of character it's definitely another thing to work towards dealing with them yourself unless it's similar it's easy to ask for help but it's hard when the person you ask to help you tells you, hey, what have you done yourself before I give you any help? Have you taken any steps to work on this problem before you ask me for help? And I, and God, I believe God will do the same thing. It's like, okay, you asked me for help, but what have you done yourself, Oscar? What have I done myself? Well, I can say, well, I'm, I haven't been drinking. 
I've been attending the meetings I have been attending, not very many. I've been talking to my sponsor. I've been honest with my family. I've been working on my honesty, generally speaking. But there are places where I, where, where I fail. My biggest defect of character is the inability to show gratitude when gratitude is necessary. And this this comes maybe indirectly, whereby I might whine about my job. You know, and I whine about my job despite knowing the fact that this job is what helps me pay my rent, you know, feeds my family, pays for my daughter's education. But I'm whining about it. It's like, hey, if I don't like it, I can leave. But I whine. And I know there are people who don't have jobs, who don't have money. There are people who do ask me for money because they can't do anything. And I'm here with enough money to support my family, enjoy my weekends, you know, like taking my family out to, to buy cigarettes, for God's sake. And I whine about the, the job that help, helps me do all these things. You know, that's, that's a failure to show gratitude. think how I plan on helping myself before I ask God to help me is to work on that. Number one, work on gratitude. When I feel grumpy or cranky about my job, you know what, I'm going to start saying this. At least I have a job. And I appreciate that this job helps me do all the things I can afford to do. No, at the very least, thank you God for this job. I might not love it, but it's a decent job. It's a decent company. I can start by showing more gratitude to my wife, who makes my house a home. Showing more gratitude to my child, who brings laughter and energy to the house, to the home, sorry. Being a better brother, son, friend, you know, remind the people in my lives that, you know, like, hey, your presence in my life means something. Because it's not just about me. This life isn't mine alone. From womb to tomb, we share this existence with everyone else. Well, that will be the end of step six. On Friday, I will jump right into step seven. I believe that's also one one of those steps whereby it's kind of... I think step six, seven, it's like, you know, it's like kind of, as far as I'm concerned, it's kind of a break before we come into the much harder steps, you know, because there's a one really big and challenging step coming up. So I think uh, six, seven, eight—they are more of like you know, kind of soothing, warming you up, you know, getting you, getting the individual prepared psychologically, mentally for what's coming next. Okay, and to close off the podcast, I'm going to read a poem from my book, Anthology on Demonology: A Poetic Discourse with the Possessed, available on all Amazon stores. If you are not able to make a purchase for whatever reason, please do not fret, for I will be reading a poem per episode. And today's poem is Try and Teach a Man. And it goes like this. Can you teach a man how to write? How to peek deep into his soul? To have a conversation with himself? 
you can't teach a man to listen, to listen to himself. The pain of existence, of a fight, marriage, work. Can you teach a man to be aware? Aware of his place, his place in all the madness. A man writes, writes his life. And that's the poem. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me and send me feedback, comments, whatever it is, you can catch me on Instagram. That is at Oscar Ruto, O-S-C-A-R-R-U-T-O, at Oscar Ruto. Thank you so much. And you'll find me on Friday for another episode of It's All Anonymous. Have a wonderful week. Thank you.